2: I'll teach you to be happy. I'll teach your grandmother to suck eggs. Now, boys and girls, let's try it again. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy,
3: happy, joy, joy. happy, happy, joy, joy. happy, happy joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy, joy. Keith, how are you doing? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Hold on. Let's see if we can get through this.
3: Get it together, Luce.
4: We might have to come back to this.
3: Nope.
4: Power through. Okay. Hold on. One more time from the top. Well, hello there. This is Keith the stones. Uh, I got it.
5: Uh,
3: thanks, Keith. Uh, I'm done with you. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. This is Baco, and I'm here with the uniform. Loose Cannon, Loose. How are you feeling? Oh man, I'm I'm feeling a little flat tonight. What about you? <laughs> yeah, I'm a little uh, I'm a horizontal as well, a little level. I, I hear you. Yeah, man. So what do you do you want to talk about today? Well, I mean, uh, the the theme is we're going to go back to do a happy, happy, joy, joy to kind of pick things up because the world has been kind of a downer this week. You know, I mean, so, uh, you know, the the Las Vegas concert shooting and uh, the death of uh, Tom Petty. So, you know, I was actually thinking about this a little bit today, if it's okay if I I, uh, elaborate. Yeah. Um, And that is that, like, you know, is it okay that we actually say we're trying to, like, be a mood lifter for people? And I think it is because, you know, as much as, you know, the world is kind of fucked up and, and, and it's it. It's important to care, and it's important to want to do something to make it better, but it, you also have to remember that you only have one goal round when you do this, and that's your life, and, and a lot of people don't have it as good as we do, so uh, hopefully we can add a little joy to your, your day. Uh, that, that's the goal, right?
4: Yeah, we want to give you some happy, happy, and some joy, joy, which we've done before. What, was the last, what, what inspired us to do that last time? I, for, oh, I forget.
3: Why do you do this to me? Of course I don't remember. I'm, I'm Baco. <laughs> This is not my thing, you know. <laughs> Dates,
4: uh, right? Sure. Topics, Fact, no. facts. It was something like kind of messed up. Maybe it was um, right after uh, like Lemmy died or something like that, or I don't. Sure. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't know either. So yeah, so that's the theme. But we'll, we'll we'll be playing some uplifting music, some random stuff like that, and we're just gonna bullshit and talk and and have fun, it, it give you an escape from the onslaught of whatever news channel you've you've. Uh, tuned into in the last uh, seven days right yeah i think it's kind of whatever our show is overall
3: but we've only a couple times now done it for a very pointed reason and that is just you know there is kind of some negative shit going on right now and maybe you just need a break and then you can get back to karen and and, and trying to make things better so
4: well before we get into something uh that's very near and dear to my heart uh i'd like mm-hmm. to crack 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 open a beer what do you say
3: yeah, I already have one open. If it's so, all right, it's a Coors okay, Light.
4: Right here we go. Well, oh, I, I did you have to even mention that? <laughs> I'm more of a Bud Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Oh God damn it! You would love it if you had this video. This thing just foamed over and made a big mess. Yeah, it's three bucks on the floor there for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this 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 asshole beer was, was was brewed properly for me. Unbelievable! This is not what I used to drink. So like you get. This is not what I used to drink in between uh, breaks at Abercrombie. Let me see.
3: Uh. <laughs> hey, can you watch it till I got to head to Orange Julius.
4: <laughs> Piercing pagoda, motherfucker, a classic.
3: But, you see uh, that chicken
4: at one potato too? She is so fun. Oh my god. Anyway, so yeah, so let's let's get into something that's 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 you know it's it's taking over the nation. It's it, it's. Amazing! The videos about this subject are so compelling. The people behind it are some of the the smartest of our generation, and that is flat earthers. What do you say, Baco?
3: Oh my lord! Uh, I know you're speechless. Why do you, you take? You take the lead. Okay. Well, you know, I have something to say,
4: but let me hear from I'm you. I'm sure first. you do. And all of my, like all of my uh, my news, I get all my news currently. Over the last month, Huffington Post. <laughs> <laughs> no, For, is that Abercrombie sponsored? I have no idea. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, I get all my my current news, my, my, my current events from a podcast called "Blame Your Brother," and uh, it's an excellent podcast uh, with uh, three Nashville clowns. Have you have you heard it? I've mentioned it to you, but have you? Have you listened I have to heard a little yet? bit of it, but not a whole lot. I haven't had a chance to dig into it like you have, Luce. Okay. Well, anyway, I have to mention it, mention it because they are the ones that that brought this to my attention. And, of course, like yourself, I'm fascinated with flat earthers. But there is an artist uh, known as B.O.B., uh, also yeah. known as Bobby Ray, a.k.a. a rapper that's been around what for a while. What does the B.O.B. stand for? Bring Own Bobby? Well, I think what it is 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 if I was a rapper, I would be called L Double. Double, double O-S-E, I think. I, I I don't
3: get it. I'd be the notorious B-A-K-K-O.
4: <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of... Uh, or Tupac. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah. But you'd have to lose a nut. Yeah. <laughs> but, but going forward... Worth it. <laughs> going <laughs> forward, <laughs> this B-O-B guy has decided to start a GoFundMe campaign uh, to basically, of course, prove that the earth is flat. And I just want to go into a few aspects of this particular uh, campaign. But
1: first, I'd like you to listen to a few words from B.O.B. himself. I'd like to thank everybody who donated to the cause. Your contributions are greatly appreciated. However, I made a few alterations to the campaign by raising the original amount from 200000 to a million because I feel like a lot of people have made a lot of valid um, suggestions. So I have come to the conclusion that instead of just sending one satellite or several satellites into space I will be raising funds to try every available experiment and test including but not limited to uh, weather balloons drones uh, blimps even um, high altitude uh, balloons and whatever else um, or any type of suggestion um, that anybody has so So I'll be documenting this whole process, and I'll keep everybody updated on this road to a million and how the funds will be used to to research and come to a conclusion. Thank you all for participating.
4: So, yeah, so that was an update. Now, the original proposal for the GoFundMe campaign was for $200,000. But as you just heard, he realized that was not enough because he needs a lot of different different things to, to prove that the earth is – is uh, not round, and that comes with drones. He doesn't need just one satellite. He needs air balloons and all <laughs> kinds of other things to see it. But I just want to let you know. So you upped it from hey, two... Well, before you go, go too
3: far here, how much do you contribute? I I gave my last two paychecks to it. It was, it was about <laughs> 70
4: bucks. But you know, after careful analysis... i am giving him all my uh, uh,
3: proceeds. For my, all the money I've made for, from Decibel Geek is going to this.
4: <laughs> so so it, so Bob has now gone from two hundred thousand to a million dollars because he needs additional resources such as multiple <laughs> blimps, as he says, hot air balloons, drones, and multiple satellites <laughs> shot out into the, the outer <laughs> space to, to show him the curve. Now oh, I want to break God. this down. Now now it was Wait a second, a, so he doesn't believe the current.
3: What the fuck? I mean, there's all this stuff exists. So he he's basically questioning
4: everything. Yeah, correct. But 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 before you go into this, I just I, I want just, to just explain the financial aspect of this so far. So he had, he was at two hundred thousand. He went to a million. They have raised a total of five thousand so far. Of mm. that five thousand, this is the best part of the entire thing, and we'll go into okay. flat earthers. But yeah. him himself, Bob <laughs> of the five thousand. He put he donated a thousand of his own money into it now well, the reason that it's funny is that if you understand anything about GoFundMe, they take between six and seven percent of it so instead of keeping his money that he was going to fund for his own project, he just already gave up a huge slice to them so that shows oh, the mentality of of, of of how this is going, but I'm going to, has he defer- ever held
3: up a, like a, a basketball or something and poured water over it and said, see, it doesn't stick to the sides.
4: <laughs> I don't know. I you don't know, know you you like they this. claim the ocean does. It makes all no I, sense. All I know is that, that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defer the floor to yourself mm. is just the idea that at some point, Back in Christopher Columbus's days, people were like, if you, uh, "If you if you're if you're on that if you're on that ship, you're gonna keep if you keep if you go too far, what's gonna happen is first you're gonna see a dragon. The dragon's gonna pop out of the water. It's gonna <laughs> blow flames at you, and then you're gonna fall off of the earth. That's where we're going back to. Now go. Well, I, yeah. First
3: of all, I mean, so I so I can understand flat earthers properly. I assume they're including. Christopher Columbus, or at least the story of him as part of the uh, conspiracy, and d- where were they during the eclipse? Did did that not settle the debate? I, I, I and here's the, the the probably the the biggest thing that that sticks out to me. Besides, like I've heard some of the the, the arguments, like look at those two buildings. They're they're not slightly arced like the earth is supposedly. As if they've never had like a backyard that they've tamped dirt down to make it flat. <laughs> it's like are you this is your reasoning. I mean, aren't there things big enough? Like shouldn't I be able to see the Rocky Mountains at least a little bit if the earth was flat for my house? I mean they're high enough and big enough, right? I mean I should there should be something out there that goes boom, you know. But but yeah. but hold on. Please. I'm gonna wrap it up with this, and then I'm, I'm I'll give it back to you. Is that like usually a conspiracy is tied around like a purpose? Like you know, the nine eleven thing was a way to keep George Bush in power and make people want to you know invest money into oil company barons, uh, unbeknownst to them. Or JFK was a cover up to get Lyndon B. Johnson or whatever the the whole theory is, right? Who are the people conspiring to convince us that the, the Earth is round? Globe manufacturers? <laughs> uh, it's just like or is it like, is it like, uh, like big globe is like we're just trying to convince you? Like, come on, why do you want to believe this? No, nothing know. about it makes sense. Everything they say is stupid, and it's like, how did you get to second grade at all? I mean, uh, why are you even questioning this? This is this has been covered for about seven hundred years.
4: Yes, but 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 it's not just it's not just uh, you know rappers that have a uh, uh, lots of <laughs> no punctu- of Tequila. Yeah, t- Keep going. Who else? Uh Shaq wa- for about a week. Shaq
3: was. It was a basketball player. Kyrie Irving um yeah those those are the famous ones i can think of but there's a whole page and a website dedicated to it
4: I, I think but but for me when I, when I read this i thought this was just genius publicity for himself i don't think he actually believes it you know what i mean well uh, i sure to hell I, hope not i heard, i hope not god but i think him. it's just you know we're, we're talking about him and and, and uh yeah so his because yeah, desert- i've never heard of him have you only because of our executive producer, who's been pushing me, that he's uh, a, a good artist. He, he listens to an array of different music. Are you talking about fact bastard? The, the fact, yes, the fact bastard. When did he become and, EP? Uh, he is. Uh, he's told I'm us not done with
3: that transition. no. I'm no, not he's, either. He's fact when, bastard. He can. Yes. Yeah.
4: But anyway, so, so I'm going to play a little clip of, of one of the songs that, oh, that I have no idea uh, if it's him or somebody else, but it's a song called Airplanes. Can we
2: pretend that airplanes in the night sky like shooting stars? I can really use a wish right now, wish right now, wish right
1: now. Uh, weather balloons, drones, uh, blimps, even um, high altitude uh, balloons and whatever else. Yeah. Wish. Even.
4: But but yeah, but besides B.O.B., you know, there are some other famous musicians that that uh, support this theory as well. Yes. <laughs> Go on. Well, you know, uh, uh, Keith Richards. Keith Richards supports it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want, do you want to hear from him? You've I do. One? Okay. Yeah. Well, hello there. This is
5: Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones. Hey, Keith. How are you doing? Well, hello there. This is Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones.
3: Would you like to talk about the Earth being round?
5: I would. I've I've been on a lot of Earths. I've been on a lot of Earths, but none as flat as this one, I must tell you. This one takes the prize. I tell you, you go on this Earth... It's as flat as a board.
3: What if, like a warped board, though, right? Like a circularly warped circle board?
5: Well, hello there. This is Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones. You
3: know, Keith, it kind of sounds like you're just kind of hitting the same chord here. Are, is it really you, or is this like a, a recording that loops plain over and no, over again?
5: No, no, no. This is Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones. Let me tell you here. I've been on this earth quite a long time. I've been <laughs> on a lot of pilot ships. I've had my, my Johnny Depp outfits, which I, I stole from him. He stole from me. We share the same world. Wardrobe. but i've been on a lot of ships and i've been on a lot of water and i tell you i've been by a lot of dragons and this this earth is as flat as a board not a warp board and when i sit there on top of my uh what do you call the end of a ship what's the ship the, the uh the sternum is that what you call it, the, the bow they bow in the sternum. I'm out there, and when I got a nice three or four hair needles stuck on the end of my arm.
3: All right, that's fair. I mean, I I do have only one question for you, though, Keith. What's that? Have you ever hurt yourself climbing a coconut tree? Well, hello there. This is Keith Wriston. <laughs> 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 Stones. All uh, right, uh, t- thanks, Keith. Uh, I'm done with you.
5: All right, thank you.
3: Now we have, well, hello there, Keith Richards in our repertoire. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I can't believe that was actually the song that you, you, you had that on your list, Luce.
2: Yes. I, have okay, that little...
3: I I I made a list of like 15 songs that I'm going to pick from and I literally hi- highlighted 3 that I wanted to focus on to make sure they got into and that was one of them and I'm like I wasn't even sure if it was going to make the cut because it's kind of not it's not a hard rock song at all, right? No.
4: No. But yeah, that was so that was super uh, happy, t- love it, puts yeah, me in a good t- mood, man. Take your mama out by the scissor sisters i have no idea even how i heard that song it's 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 super gay group it's it's uh
6: take your mama
4: out all night yeah we'll show her what oh, it's all the about one. there's another one uh, about uh um i don't feel like dancing there's another one from a follow no, i, I like, only know one song by then that's it okay anyway. Do it. take your mama
6: out all night
4: <laughs> my god that's like a t- like 10 or 12 years old the first time i heard it i was like god damn it, i cannot believe that was on your list that's a random track i was like i was like this is so ridiculous but it's such a happy song so it's perfect it really so. is
3: and if if you're not in a better mood then uh you probably are just kind of stuck in a shell man
1: yeah.
4: you know get out bro so so, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we kind of did an audible tonight with, with this. Uh, we were all set up. We were going to do um, actually an episode with uh, a little crossover episode with Paws and Sods, right? Yeah, we're going to talk about that Jim Carrey show, Living Color. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're going to go over there, a whole a whole breakdown of the entire, uh, you know, discography, showography. What do you call that?
3: Um, uh, let's go with uh f- Filmography. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> season one through eight.
4: <laughs> did they have eight seasons? I don't. Know I have do no good. idea. Yeah, season I, one through yeah. six.
3: Yeah, JLo before she was hot.
4: Exactly. That's right. A little fly girl action. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so so a little 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 tease of what might be coming out in the future. But it also goes into one thing I did I did want to go. In, into this though, and that is, uh, did you have a chance to listen to uh, Eric Miller? He was going to be uh, guesting on the show to go through Living Color the band's discography. But uh, I know, right? Yeah, man. So, did you actually hear his interview with uh, Gene Simmons? This is
3: Gene Simmons, and I'm Gene Simmons, and you're not.
4: Yeah, I I, uh, I heard the first half today at work. I haven't finished it yet. Okay. Okay. It's only 45 minutes, so you're listening to 22 and a half? But, yeah, almost exactly.
2: Uh, I'm not yeah. kidding. It was, like,
3: okay. it was like with the 23-minute mark when I closed the window and went back to work.
4: Yeah, but but this just goes to the fact that he's done like 65 interviews so far. How did on he his, get that? Uh, I even like the way he was like, Gene's fucking Simmons, man. <laughs> I know, it's hilarious, the beginning part. But it's just it's all those things that were just like a week or two. I just want to mention this because just a week or two ago um, – a couple of their podcasts had mentioned, hey, I can't believe I can't get X, Y, Z on the show. I get like, you know, five, 10,000 downloads <laughs> per show. And this is bullshit. And they'll just go play a radio station in some podunk place, but they won't go on a podcast. And then bam, he gets up on the show. How funny was that? Right. That's great. Oh.
3: No, good. Good for him. I'm like, I'm like, I was the same as like you. when you text me like, how the hell did he get Gene Simmons? Uh, so I don't know. Maybe we'll find out when we chat with him,
4: right? Exactly. But uh, but
3: the no, one thing it was I a d- fun interview. I, I I thought he approached it very good for the twenty two to twenty three minutes I heard. <laughs> I love that he played Journey of a Thousand Years from. Um, uh, Chris Sinzak's favorite Kiss record, Psycho Circus.
4: No, that that album has two good songs. The first track and the last track. We'll go into that some other episode. Yeah, but that'll they,
3: be a different episode where I talk about how wrong Loose
4: Cannon is about Psycho Circus. But anyway, mm, yeah. But this the, I can transition into something you wanted to talk about as well. Um, this is sure. kind of a lead-in. But but uh, before we get into that, just because we kind of start out a lot of a uh, lot of talk in the front end. I did want to at least do this, and, and I'm not sure if you got to this part of the interview. Have you got to the part of the interview where where Gene Simmons talks about what what a what a fast typer he is? I
3: did not, um, but I, <laughs> but I also pressed pause because I got a uh, text from you saying you didn't want to talk about Kiss today.
4: <laughs> I know, but but I know that you wanted to talk about Vinnie Vincent. So I, I, I'm used. Is this that your a- transition here? Wow, great! What? I'm ready. Yeah, I figured it was but but uh but before we get into that because he's a good typer
3: how huh? what is he uh, 43 words a minute or, or know,
4: he's basically bragging about how fast a typer he is like like his second career is gonna be an ad, as an admin assistant it, it was, you've
3: seen his fingers right I mean does he have like some special <laughs> keyboard that has like super fat keys on it I mean like how can he be that efficient of a typer. He might be fast, but I got to believe he uses the
4: backspace button a lot. <laughs> he's very good. He's very quick on the backspace. But anyway, I'm a very fast can backspace. You,
3: can you count the backspace hits as words per minute?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm constantly cleaning up my fuck ups. Oh, yeah.
2: So quick. Exactly.
3: My fingers are like nothing as much like the hot dogs he's got for fingers. <laughs> And I'm doing it all the time. And frankly, I'm a pretty good typist.
4: Well, listen. Before we go into Vinnie Vincent, we want to throw a little more music in the front end. Yeah, that play is, something because because the fact that was my pick the, the Keith Richards song. You know, but 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 uh, but 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 what I'm going to throw in there is because of Gene Simmons bragging so much, he types <laughs> on Eric, Eric Miller's podcast with Gene Simmons, and because. He wanted to do an episode on living color. here, Here is type. time Right, Paco we are the children of concrete and steel so let's continue what you got well I got a cold beer good and and, and again we I I said to my I said to myself as I do every day I said "Cobras and fire is not a kiss podcast <laughs> yes, we are a kiss podcast a lot of the times we moonlight and uh whatever so but there are some things that are going on that we cannot avoid Right? right.
3: Now if, it, if it's big, we have to get into it, right? We got to get into it. We got to get into it and uh, you know, And we've um, been, we've actually been avoiding this one for a little bit. It's it's not like it's not new news, but we haven't really chimed in a little bit. And we have a little bit of a connection to it, so maybe we should talk about Vinnie Vincent being at the Atlanta Kiss Expo. You did hear about that a a month or two ago, right?
4: Yeah, absolutely. And I want to hear your uh, you know, we, we can offer our three sides of the our opinion. <laughs>
3: Oh, funny you say that. Well, I did listen to the three Sides of the coin uh, podcast where they interviewed the uh, the the guy who's putting the whole convention on, right? okay. and and are you familiar with uh, three sides of the coin as far as how they view Vinnie Vincent? No, I'm not. well, they they basically have made a um, a pretty long running bit. They ask everybody who's ever on the show, did Vinnie save kiss? And if they say no, all they do is go. Thank you, thank you. For right or wrong, I'm just saying this is their bit. I, I, I got
4: to ask you right now. Uh, truth, put put your hand to the uh, whatever, mm-hmm. and tell me right now how many episodes of that show have you heard? Probably twenty. Okay, and you've and you've heard them in full, like because oh in
3: him, like, full. Oh God, no. Um... No, Because, like, they, they, they do so much lead in crap, I usually skip past that. And I, I, I only check in when they have a uh, guest that I'm interested in. Like, Closterman has been on there a couple times. As a matter of fact, to make my point, Closterman was on as a guest a second time on an episode they called, where they like, did Vinny, it was the whole topic was, did Vinny save Kiss? And at about, I don't know, halfway into it, Closterman all of a sudden realizes that this is not a, a joke, these guys are serious. And he's like, I didn't know that we were actually going to seriously talk about this. I thought it was more kind of a bit. And now they're getting the red carpet treatment from the the promoter of the thing. Uh, They are invited guests. And for a little bit of a back and forth, it was up in the air whether or not Chris Sinzak would be even allowed to attend. Now, I really don't care that three sides of the coin, you know, is willing to admit to the entire world that they have no actual credibility. They don't even believe what they say. And Hold on. Yeah, okay.
4: Hold on. Before you go any further there, okay. you know that they've had 2 million plays.
3: Yeah, but I'm pretty sure those are the same people that bought all the tickets to Metallica and then resold them on uh, StubHub. Oh, you mean
4: bots? Oh, yeah, 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 bots. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, you're just really suspicious to me about that. It's always been very suspicious about that. They've had 2 million plays. Um, when you heard that episode, how many advertisers did they have in their show? I've never heard of an advertiser on their show. That's really weird because if I if there was a show that had two million plays, I would probably want to advertise on them, especially if I was like a, a Kiss product. Maybe I'd want to advertise on that show. It has you, two million plays.
3: Are you saying three sides of the coin is the earth and they're flat?
4: My God. This is the Flat Earth podcast. <laughs> Oh, we fucking cracked the code. We cracked the code. These are flat earthers. These are three, three, (laughs) three sides, three sides of a flat earth. Three sides of a flat earth. We're three sidesers. Listen, there can't be three sides of a coin, nor can there be three sides of a flat earth. Oh my god! There isn't
3: three sides of a coin. There's only two. Jesus, are they counting the edge?
4: Unbelievable. (laughs) They, They might be. That's what it is. It's
3: the edge. Uh, it's the edge of the but back earth. to this. I don't care that the whatever they can sell themselves out for all they want. Dude, I don't know that anybody with a brain ever listened to that show and thought these guys really have stick to their convictions. You know what I mean? I, that that show is all about. They're basically trolls. So I get it. Whatever. They'll sell their soul. I didn't realize it actually worked. Uh, and I won't get into the specifics. <laughs> But the idea that that Chris Sinzak, and by the way, it sounds like it all got sorted out, and it, it it he's okay to go. But he has been, like I said, I think I might actually be a bigger fan of Vinny than him, slightly. But he, nobody has done more to at least preserve a little bit of his reputation than Chris Sinzak and Decibel Geek. Nobody and the idea that they're going to roll out the red carpet to people who made fun of vinny and then and then kind of like you know hold hold Sinzak at arms length and let him like dangle for a minute you know fuck that you know i i, I will say this i'm not going i wasn't going to go loose but now i'm not going
4: <laughs> whatever yeah In protest. anyway want to slice and dice it the guy is the guy is a, a weird fuck He's but he's, he's also fascinating at the same time. Sure. And I'm not talking about three sides of a coin, I'm talking about Vinnie Vincent. <laughs> and um <laughs> You don't find Mark Chacchini fascinating?
3: <laughs> a lot of oh, people three- don't understand this. Carry on. Three sides with every meal. Three sides with every meal. Anything else? Um, I'm just glad that uh because basically, you know, you know, he's our boy, Chris and Zach. He he helped us and Decel Geek is a monster in the uh, podcasting community, and but he, but he is known for being the Vinnie Vincent guy, and I, I'm just thankful that it, it sounds like things got worked out, because I would hate to have that turn into a negative thing for him.
4: I hear you. I think we should get right into a fun song. Let's play Prison Sex by Tool. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. What, what other song do you want? Oh, is it my pick?
3: Yeah, it's your pick. Okay, I want to pick a song by a band called Perfect. You ever heard of them?
4: Of course you have not. not. No, go ahead.
3: Yeah, no, it's uh, Tommy Stinson. He was in Guns N' Roses there, uh, and he was the replacements, which is where I know him. But uh, in in, in a brief period away from that, he started a band called Perfect, and this song is called Makes Me Happy. You'll like it because it's about masturbation, Luz.
4: Oh, perfect. Let's do it.
3: so that was perfect Lewis what do you think was it perfect
4: oh yeah yeah so before we get on to the next subject uh, I did want to bring up your band your band Jesus Chrysler can we talk about them
3: sure yeah absolutely
4: Yeah, so between episodes 95 and 96, uh, you threw out the uh, bonus track of the track uh, DDOA, which stands for?
3: Dumbing Down of America.
4: Oh, yeah. And I got to tell you, that I think, and and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I think we originally played, I guess, like the first version or demo version of the first. Yeah, a while,
3: Uh, maybe even two years back.
4: Yeah, and, and, and of the riff, the fucking monster riff of that song that to me, to my ears, sounds like a uh, blend of Daytripper, Beatles, and Supernaut by Black Sabbath. And I'm going to play hmm, a real cool. qu- quick, you like that comparison? I do, yeah. <laughs> R- really a quick clip of it right now. So anyway, the point is, is that I guess this is the is this the final version? that Will be on the album coming out? Yeah,
3: that that's actually one of the 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 most
4: mastered tracks. <laughs> if that makes sense, that yeah, that one's done. It's ready. It's go, ready to go. That one's done. Okay, yeah, I'm sure it's a big pain in the ass. So so yeah, I, I, it just reminded me from being in the Broken Bulb Studios in, in Minnesota the last uh, you know the last two episodes we recorded when I was in town to bring this up. And that is, I, I just in all sincerity. The you know uh, over these these the, these last few years, there's you've never said play my fucking band on the show, and <laughs> I gotta tell you, if I had a band, I would <laughs> shove it down your goddamn throat all the time. say <laughs> promo. I, I am a promotional whore when it comes to anything that is mine, and so well, I will say this on I'm, that
3: point. Much like the band. When I'm working on the band, I want to please the audience, and uh, I didn't think it was in the best interest of the show to just you know hammer this down. We've we've dropped some nuggets in there. That's good enough for
4: me. Yeah, yeah. But my point is, is that if we, maybe at some point we will, because it's 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 a lot of production or anything like that. But a lot of shows they have a general beginning to a show. Hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. Like it's the same, like thirty seconds every time. If we were to decide on. Sticking to one thing every time. That opening riff would be perfect for the show. Oh. Yeah. That and or you know, this it, little clip. Go ahead. You go ahead. You go ahead. So say either that or this beautiful, beautiful rewrite of uh, <laughs> Paper and Fire by John Cougar Mellon. <laughs>
3: Covers and fire,
7: sex in your headphones. Covers and fire, while work or at home? On a mission for to save rock and roll for the rock and rollers. There's covers and fire. Covers and fire, rock's not dead. Covers and fire, you just found it, my friend. On a mission for to save rock and roll for you rock and rollers. Here's
3: covers and fire. Empire
4: the album before was called uh, make bold statements and this one is the sequel called deny it all later oh yeah so and, and it, roughly when when can because uh, we do want to uh, I think you're going to on Thanksgiving. Okay. And you're going to maybe put bonus tracks here and there, or at least teasers. Did you want to th- tease another song on this episode? Or do you want to just throw another one out in between?
3: No, I'll throw one out in between. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's stick okay. to the theme here.
4: Uh, Okay, cool. So, um, so go go ahead, go ahead. I just wanted, to, you know, I just wanted to bring it up. I, it, it reminded me of how much I like that song when I heard it in the um, in between the shows. So I appreciate but
3: that anyway. very much. And uh, yeah, you can all anybody listening can go ahead and download it for free. It's on the Cobras and Fire SoundCloud page between episode ninety five and ninety six. Uh, like it, don't like it. Uh, give me some feedback. I
1: yeah.
3: always a good and, to hear and, from it.
4: And, and again, it's the only song you'll hear uh, in this decade that uses the word quotidian.
3: Yeah, <laughs> probably the, the only song ever that used the word quotidian.
4: <laughs> Define that for me right now.
3: Uh, it it's it, it's it means uh, mundane or day to day. Right, it's a big word for meaning not. Yeah, that it's, cool. it's a very unquotidian definition. <laughs> yes, exactly.
4: Anyway, so, all right,
3: it's your pick. though.
4: come on, happy, happy, joy, joy. What you got? Oh my goodness! I'm sorry. I was uh, I was all over the place. Let me see. I am going to say, um, definitely. Let's, let's play some "Prison Sex" by Tool. <laughs> That's twice now, right? <laughs> oh damn it! It keeps getting vetoed. <laughs> I just want some "Prison Sex." I'm not is vetoing not
3: it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, you know what I'll play? I'm not sure this song. I, you know, yeah, this is happy song because it, it, it it's so goddamn catchy and i've never heard of this band before until i went to minnesota and that is the band flip with two p's Ooh. and a song freak freak Oh, you surprised so me with that one, man. I've heard that like 20 times since I've left. <laughs> oh,
3: State. my God. That was so nice. You, you you actually melted my heart by playing some flip. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm glad I actually was able to, uh, to you know, connect you with a, a local band that I love so much. We opened for them on Valentine's Day and 2004. And if her husband or ex-husband isn't listening that was the first time I kissed my wife.
4: Oh, nice, nice. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Was uh, was uh, got got some action for you. Oh my goodness! F- first base flip.
3: First base. The, uh, yeah, that's man. as far as it got, by the way. If you're listening, Jeff.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, all right, man. So, what 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 uh, what happy song you want to play?
3: Um, well, I'm going to play a Sammy Hagar song called 1013, from the record 1013, which I don't know if you know this, but 1013 is his birthday.
4: I did not know that. Wow. That's that's that's, that's a great fun fact for everybody, especially Ian Wadley. Uh, right? Yeah, I
3: got all that from Ian Wadley. He sent everything uh, Sammy Hagar re- related to me. So,
4: <laughs> But uh, wait, wait, I'm going to guess that... No, is that the one that... Okay, so it was on the album 1013. Was that around the same zone of what was the album that had uh, the tequila? The famous, Red the Voodoo. Tequila. Red Voodoo. Was that around there? It was the that album zone? after that. Okay. Okay. So that was that limited uh, scope. Yeah, that was narrow. <laughs> uh, a scope
3: of uh, pretty good for Sammy Hagar solo stuff.
4: <laughs> after post Van Halen. Yeah. Thank God yeah. for Chickenfoot. My God. Thank God for Chickenfoot. But uh, yeah, man. That, okay. So, you know, I, I have a button. Th- this is your last happy song before we go into to, to another zone after this, these tracks. So do you want to kind of run down uh, some other ones you had written down there? Yeah, there's, he, 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 some of the ones that didn't make the cut. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, uh, I love
3: the Andrew Gold song, Lonely Boy. <laughs> I don't know that one. Keep going. Uh, uh, the Beatles song, Help, was on my list.
4: Oh, I had a Beatles one on here, too. Keep going.
3: Billy Joel, Only the Good Die Young.
4: Great song.
3: Um, Set. Have you ever heard of Set? I have not. Mama, let him play. Mama, let him play. Let him play. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's, that's enough. So.
4: <laughs> that's enough of your songs?
3: Uh, Sebastian okay. Bach has a song called Rock and Roll that makes me happy, but that was also on the list. What was that on? That's on his first solo record, which is like two studio tracks with... Wolf Hoffman, bring him back alive. yeah, bring him back alive, and then a bunch yeah. of Skid Row songs. And by the way, featuring uh, Wolf Hoffman on guitar and the studio tracks,
4: perfectly rated. Perfectly
3: rated, yes. So, what do you got? What What didn't make your cut? And then why don't you end with what did? And then we'll do sure. a double shot.
4: Yep. Well, what didn't make my cut was "Prison Sex" by Tool. <laughs> I don't know why. I did not veto that. I did it so much. Fun. Why does he think so that I much said joy? no? Oh, I still remember the first time I saw that track listing. I'm like, <laughs> track three, "Prison Sex." Um, anyway, so
3: it's like you know the the little uh, forward button on your CD player went toop toop. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I gotta get it right to the prison sex. <laughs> I can't, I can't deal with these first two tracks. I can get right to the prison sex. You know that's where the meat is. <laughs> oh God, that, those are, guys are so fucking weird and still are. But um, okay, so let's go to and these these will probably be on shows in the future. But but uh, uh, I was inspired when you played this on bartender uh, by rehab uh, a couple episodes ago on your uh, what is it asshole radio asshole radio. Yep. And there's another track on that one called 1980, which I like. Uh, Do Believe in Rock and Roll by uh, Bad City. Uh, I've got uh, Breakfast in America by whatever the fuck that band is. Super it Tramp. Is name. There you go. Super Tramp. Um, Oxygen by 12 Foot Ninja. Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon by Jesus. Uh okay, Urge that. Overkill. Thank you, off of, uh, of that soundtrack, off the uh, Pope Fiction soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Pork, and Be- Pork and Beans by uh, Weezer. <laughs> I've got uh, Bandita by Wildlife. Intergalactic by Beastie Boys. Here Comes the Sun, Beatles. But I am going to go with White Nerdy by Weirdo Yankovic. <laughs>
0: MC I'll just have an Earl Grey tea My rims never spin To the contrary You'll find that they're quite stationary All of my action figures are cherry Stephen Hawking's in my library My Mindspace page is all totally pimped out Got people begging for my top eight spaces Yo, I know pie to a thousand places Ain't got no grills, but I still wear braces I order all of my sandwiches with mayonnaise I'm a whiz, a minesweeper, I can play for days Once you see my sweet moves, you're gonna stay amazed My famous moving so fast, I'll set the place ablaze There's no killer rap I haven't run At Pascal, well, I'm number one Through vector calculus just for fun I ain't got a gap, but I got a soldering gun Happy Days is my favorite theme song kick your butt in a game of ping pong I'll ace any trivia quiz you bring on I'm fluent in JavaScript as well as Klingon Here's part I see on me roll on my segue. I know in my heart they think I'm white and nerdy Think I'm just too white and nerdy Think I'm just too white and nerdy Can't you see I'm wide X-Men comics, you know I collect them The pens in my pocket, I must protect them My ergonomic keyboard never leaves me bored Shopping online for deals on some writable media I edit Wikipedia I remember Holy Grail really well I can recite it right now And have you R-O-T-F-L-O-L I got a business doing websites While my friends need some code, who do they call? I do HTML for them all Even made a homepage for my doll Yo, I got myself a fanny pack They were having a sale down at the Gap In my nights with a roll of bubble wrap Pop, pop, hope no one sees me Getting freaky I'm nerdy, indie, extreme, and whiter than sour cream. I was in a V-club and glee club and even the chess team. Only question I ever thought was hard. What do I like, Kirk, or do I like Picard? Spend every weekend at the Renaissance Fair. Got my name on my underwear. Yeah. They see me strolling, they laughing, and rolling their eyes because I'm so white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. All because I'm white and nerdy.
4: All right, Paco, we just got off uh, a spectacular double shot. And I got to tell you, is it difficult? Is it difficult picking between uh, Kirk and Picard? Oh, no, Kirk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> unless, yeah, you wanna, so, uh,
3: unless you're talking sexy, then Picard.
4: And hair pieces. I mean, one obviously does not wear a hairpiece.
3: One does. <laughs> you give Amazing. your ID card to the border guard. Tell them that your alias is Jean Luc Picard or whatever that line is, but
4: I don't know. It was a great. That's a. Oh my god! But anyway, so yeah. So we're 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 bringing the happy. We're bringing the silly because you know this week has been kind of a bummer. Yeah, and and one of the artists we lost this week. Besides the the awful Vegas tragedy, which we'll go into in a moment, was Tom Petty a monster, and, uh, a, a giant? Yeah, why don't you just? I mean, why don't you just break down Tom Petty for you, real quick? For me, we'll um, as yeah. a fan, let me
3: make that distinction. Not a lot. Uh, yeah. There's a handful of songs that I really like by him, but I've always respected that. Well, whatever. I mean, he was part of the Traveling Wilburys. I mean, he was brought into that group, and he was had to be the youngest guy, right? Uh,
4: <laughs> yeah. Or at least— That like was like the, 80s, 87 or something. Yeah, right? but,
3: but I'm just saying, like, he's with, like, you know, Jeff Lynne and uh, uh, Roy Orbison. And, and by the way, now we're down to two Wilburys, I think. Uh, but, uh, you know, George Harrison, all these guys— but they respected him enough to pull him in. But he's always just kind of done this credible music over and over again. And it just wasn't my cup of tea. But that doesn't mean... I mean, I love, like, uh, a running down a dream. Uh, stop! I love Stop Dragging My Heart Around with him and Stevie Nicks. I did a cover... That's
4: that's the one. I did, I did a cover I of pick. that
3: myself, by the way, which is horrible. Uh, and... Uh, She's my baby with the Travon Willberries. I like a lot, and oh my! I think my if I had gone to Head, my favorite Tom Petty song is uh, "I Need to Know." But I uh, but almost like Prince in a way. A lot of respect, just not my favorite. Not really in my zone. What do you got?
4: That's that's pretty much it. You know, the thing about Tom Petty is there was zero image, and what I mean by zero image is that. You know, you can say that that bands like the uh, grunge bands, like Pearl Jam, said, "Oh, we don't really have an image." They had a fucking image. Their image was not having an image, but he was s- seriously just a dude, right? Sure, yeah. You know, and and
3: but he had a distinct um, face, and believe it or not, even if it's ugly, that matters.
4: Yeah, I mean, and, and a distinct voice. You knew exactly when you were hearing a Tom Petty song, though. There was no, there's no confusion with with another. Oh, when I would you say. heard him talk. But <laughs> well, my God, you can just go through this. Listen, everybody has been been onslaughting you with with songs uh, from them, and you know what? Actually, I think that was a great uh, pick when you when you mentioned the Traveling Wilburys because I think I'm going to take a a uh, an audible here. And Ooh. I was going to actually pick. I was actually going to pick. Uh, uh, you know, stop dragging my heart around because I think that is an, a great song, even though it is officially a Stevie Nicks song. I, I believe it's a Stevie. Yeah, Nicks he did a duet with her. So, but he wrote it right. Yeah, but before we decide on what song we want to play by Tom Petty, um, you wanted to mention somebody else as well, Minnesota.
3: Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, not as definitely not as uh, a big of a monster in the music world as uh, Tom Petty was, but Grant Hart, he was the drummer from Who your Do, and uh, he was a Saint Paul boy where I live now, and and they were a band of pretty big influence, I think, uh, at least you know people who are familiar with them would say. Um, he, uh, he, he lost a battle with cancer recently, so, and he passed away, I don't know, maybe about a month ago, not quite, uh, and so I, I guess I would just like to, you know, tip my hat to all the things he's done and play a song, you know, he had us a little career
4: too, so. Cool. Yeah. Um, so you want me to, I'm going to pick the Tom Petty song and you pick the other. Okay. Yes? Well,
3: I'm going to pick a song, but cause it's happy, happy, joy, joy. And this song makes me feel good. It's a song by Grant Hart called All of My Senses. What's the Tom Petty track we're going to listen to?
4: You know, I'm going to go with the, I I guess, like I I may have already mentioned, but uh, officially a Stevie Nicks single, but Stop Dragging My Heart Around.
3: Ooh, I love it.
7: Like a flower amusing, part of the senses You know I am amusing, part of the senses freezing like an icy cold bending, like a rain cloud rumbling, like a sidewalk man like a shroud dissolving We're like a snowflake sailing We're like a narrow shaking like a subway rolling like a flower I'm using all of my senses you know I am using all of my senses freezing like an icicle bend a rain cloud rumbling, like a sidewalk mending, like a shroud dissolving, like a snowflake sailing.
4: Paco right, so uh, you know a little serious for the show but um, you want to go into the Vegas we have to yeah exactly so you know people people have seen us that every day it gets worse and worse where they talk about the body count and everything everything of that nature but uh, the first thing it reminded me of is d- d- I assume you've seen full metal jacket yes mm-hmm. okay it's been years since I've seen that movie. Probably fifteen years minimum since I've seen that uh, Kubrick movie. And the the as soon as the reports came out, the fact that it was a sniper on the thirty second, you know level, um, it reminded me of that scene with the sniper, like in the last part of the movie where it goes. It's just this like no music, complete like just paranoia, uh, death going on where you don't know where the shots are coming from and nobody can get away from it. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. Okay. So obviously an awful situation and, and um, I I can't imagine being there. And actually I had (coughs) um, where I'm working now. um, uh, One of my coworkers had two friends that were there Mm. that actually had uh, two people that, that had, they were not hit, but they were running, and they saw people like falling and being hit on the way out. And they get the, this guy came in like stark white on Monday, like uh, just freaked out about the whole situation. So uh, I, I don't know. There's no there's nothing you can really say about, it, but that's that's the, the, that's the how I can only imagine it being. Um, yeah. <laughs> anything you, you want to comment on there before I talk about something else too? That's that I think it's important to mention. The only thing I, I because I, I knew we were going to get into this, I just.
3: <sighs> the only thing I, th- I think I want to say is that um, I think the conversation should start with do you think people going to a concert should get shot? And if your response is anything other than no, then I don't want you part of the conversation. And go for it. Do it I don't want to hear any, this won't change that, don't blame the guns, don't do this. I'm saying flat out. I had a conversation with somebody where I said, I just don't think going to a concert should be a situation where you, this kind of stuff happens. And it, the, the response was something along the lines of, I'm the kind of liberal that took God out of school. And all I'm saying is nobody... Of any interest, affiliation, race, color, religion, whatever. Country, rock, metal, rap, hip hop, if you're just standing in front of a stage watching something and going, I'm enjoying this, you shouldn't get fucking shot. And if somebody has any other answer than like, I agree, I don't want it, I don't want them part of the dialogue. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Right. Go sit in a corner. Jerk off. I have an extra jerk sock for you. Uh, and no, we don't. It's, oh, that's we <laughs> right. We're out of jerk socks. I'm just saying we should all agree on one thing. No matter how we get there, we can disagree on all this stuff. But this is wrong. And if your response is anything other than fuck right, it's wrong, then fuck you. I 100% agree, okay. and All I got. yeah.
4: Um, the other thing I just want to mention with this, and I hope this comes off the right way, and I think it, it needs to be mentioned, is the only uh, the fact that this happens at a concert is horrible. Mm. That's where you go to. Yeah. No matter what you, what genre of music you listen to, that's where you go to escape, to relax, to things like that. You know anybody that was there, if they go and they they're not going to be able to go anywhere to to watch fireworks for the rest of their fucking lives. Uh, I know I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel comfortable being in an open field. Um, You know, if uh, little black cats went next to me, I'm probably going to freak out the rest of my life. And and it's an awful thing. And and the the only I'm trying to think of a way to say this, but this is this is where I'm I think needs to be mentioned is. What could make this even a tragedy like this even worse is if this was an AEG all day hard rock heavy heavy metal fest where some asshole preacher Fox News asshole was saying like, well, this is this is somebody that, you know, these people shouldn't have been there. Do you know what I'm trying to say in this situation or not?
3: Yeah, I mean, let's ask Marilyn Manson about Columbine.
4: Yeah. Or, or even even the thing with Eagles of Death Metal, like a joke band. Like somebody. Do you remember that just from a year ago? Yep. Yeah. When, when somebody was saying, like, oh, it's, it's death metal. <coughs> um,
3: and We talked about that.
4: Yeah. So, I don't know. There's there's nothing really else to say about this, but, uh, you know. Yeah, it's fucked up, man, isn't it? It is. It is really bad. And, uh, but, so we're going to leave you with a song that, uh, is From an artist, uh, to bring up the mood for a second, he has one of the worst names in in music history. Steve, his name is (laughs) Bob. This is a hell of a transition. Hey, hey,
3: we're here to to add levity, yes. We that's right, we got serious there for a minute. That's not a cobra's and fire, we're not used to that, so yeah,
4: no, we're not. So, so Bob, so Bob Schneider, (laughs) Uh, first, first, you got to think about Schneider. When you hear the word Schneider, what do you think about
3: it? Oh, one day at a time.
4: Oh yeah, that's right. The uh, was he the uh, uh, superintendent? Yeah, oh, was he it?
3: was the, the uh, <laughs> whatever the yeah the superintendent of uh, uh, Eddie Van Halen's uh, future wife's mom's apartment
4: building. That's right. So first off, if your name is Bob, you do not follow up your stage name with Schneider. That are, these are these are a one-two punch. At least change your first name to B O B. Right? Yeah. And go yeah. after Flat B Earth.
3: period O period B. You got to, you and got I looked to. it up anyways, while you're gone.
4: It's capital B, lowercase o, capital B. Mm-hmm. Uh. a lot of a lot of stuff going on. But Jesus anyway, so Christ. Bob Schneider is out of Austin, Texas. He's a singer-songwriter, and he has bedded uh, many women, including uh, uh, Sandra Bullock, for many years. And he has never really broken out of that certain area, but he is uh, famous in his his own right. He's got a couple hits, uh, but he has a lot of uh, songs that. Sound very happy, but the lyrics are kind of evil. Kind of like, uh, my favorite, I used to, uh, you know, who's go a ahead.
3: good good lyricist in this? <laughs> you know, who's go very good at doing this is the, who? the guy who wrote for Bob El- Schneider, yeah, Bob Schneider, uh, and uh, Bernie Toppin, the guy who did all the lyrics for Elton John.
4: But anyway, so to close out this song, we're gonna play a song called, uh, god damn it. That's not what it's called. (laughs) You like that? God damn it! (laughs) It sounds like it's a good song, but it's just called God Damn It. So anyway, here's Bob Schneider with the track Everything You Love. Baco, anything else to say? Hey, thanks everybody for tuning in and listening
3: to Happy, Happy, Joy, Joy, Episode 2. Let's hope we don't have a cause for Episode 3.
6: Said you did too we were not alone this much is true all that day I did God Winning, and we watched the television while the world kept spinning around the sun. Out into the blue, as I sat there beside.